The definition of a good society is a society in which it is possible to be good. <laughs> a society which helps you to be good. Which helps you to achieve your ultimate good, which is God. Do you think we have a good society or a bad society? Our society is characterized by workaholism, which, a pejor which is a pejorative word that really should just be said usury because we are working harder for less today than we ever have before. I know I am. Sodomy everywhere, sodomitical uh, kingdom, sodomitical empire. We export sodomy to the world. Tel Aviv also exports sodomy to the world. It's the gayest city in the country, in the, in the world. And abortion, the ritual sacrifice of children on the uh, altar of Moloch in exchange for uh, changing the weather, power, wealth, fame, you know, all the standard things that we've been sacrificing children on the altar of Moloch for, for time immemorial. So do you think that, the, that we live in a good society or not? I mean, I know the answer to that question, but I'm just wondering what you think. I don't think we live in a good society, personally. I don't. I think we live in a barbaric society. I think we live in a post-Christian society. I think we live in a society controlled, frankly, by the one people you're not allowed to mock. And if you do, you will be called the ultimate name. You will be called an anti-you-know-what. Oh, yes, you do. You do know. You know what you'll be called if you don't get on board, ladies and gentlemen, with the usury, sodomy, and abortion that they have planned for you. Um... Protestants, some of you who are listening to this, are to blame here. You actually believe that if you assist the Jews in Israel in building a third temple, that that will usher in the second coming and Jesus... You actually believe that, you Protestants, you non-Catholic Christians, you actually believe that, which is so stunning to me. It is so shocking to me that you actually believe that. You believe that the Jews are the chosen people, i.e. not Christians. Off of the spot where it's standing right now, so we can get that third temple rebuilt and usher in the coming of Jesus. So we can get that third temple rebuilt. You, you all actually believe that the Jewish people continue to play a role in salvation history. That they are somehow needed or necessary for the second coming. We need a third temple for the second coming. And you actually believe that by human action, all we have to do is get a big missile. And shoot that mosque off that hill and get that third temple built so we can 
usher in the coming of Jesus. You actually think that, whether you you whether you would like to admit it or not. The Protestants, especially the evangelicals, really, really do believe this. And I have to object to the notion that Judaism is even a legitimate religion. It is what is called a dead religion. In other words, it was once alive and now it is dead. That is the technical name for what Judaism is. It is a dead religion. It is no longer pleasing to God. The Jewish sacrifice has not been accepted by by God or acceptable by God since the crucifixion. The temple was rent. And one generation later, 40 years later, it was torn down brick by brick. Exactly as our Lord prophesied in Matthew when he said that this generation will not pass away until all these things happen. The stars will fall from the sky, etc. Prophetic language to describe the destruction of the temple. The temple was the symbol of the world. There were even stars bedecking the ceilings of the temple. And he said this Ganea, this 40-year period, this generation will not pass away until these things happen. Well, guess what? It happened in 79 AD. It's sort of like our Lord was giving you a, I don't know, a bright flashing neon sign. Dead religion. Closed for business. Don't seek shelter here. It's almost like he was being so explicit. Like, hey, we're going to rent the temple at the moment of the crucifixion. For the next generation, you can try your animal sacrifice and you will not get any sign from God that it was efficacious or pleasing. Never did. Not one sign from God up until the destruction of the temple. And just to punctuate things, we're like, okay, you people are stubborn. I get it. It wasn't enough that you killed God. You've been do you've been you've been hacking the heads off of chickens and torturing them. Somehow suspecting that God's not going to notice that you're torturing a chicken for 40 years and you ain't got nothing from God. Here's what we need to do. Let's just, I don't know, for the for the slow ones in the back, let's just blow up the temple. Boom. Brick by brick, not a single wall stands, not even that wall that they claim is the wall. That's not a wall of the temple. That's a wall of a Roman barracks. It's all gone. Every single brick of it is gone. God permitted it to happen, and frankly, the world rejoiced when the temple was destroyed because the false religion was decimated. It was symbolically destroyed so that the slow people in the back could understand. You do not have a religion anymore. It is not valid. It is dead. You are not practicing a religion anymore. You need to get with the times. 
Times have changed. Drastically. The Messiah did come. And you killed him. So you might want to repent of that. And get on board with the true Messiah. The true King of Kings. You keep waiting for this earthly Franco-like figure. I Look, I... Of all people understand the desire for a Franco. I could use a Franco right now. Heck, the world could use like four Francos right now. I would position one in, couple in Europe, one in the United States, maybe one over in Asia. If we had, imagine the world if we had four Francos. That would be amazing. We could rid the world of communism systematically if we just had the right Francos in the right places. Anyway, nevertheless. Oh, by the way, there, the, the, there is a link between... I, let me hope, hope to get to this in this segment. The link between communism and Jews uh, and the Jewish false religion because there is a link. They are basically breathing the same air. They're one and the same. They're conspirators. Conspirare. Anyway, back to the temple. The world took a sigh of relief when that uh, thing was destroyed because it no longer represented the church of God. The church of God had been remade by our Lord. Its headship was replaced by Pope Peter. Its clergy was replaced by the apostles and their successors and their appointed anointed priests. The Catholic Church became the new Israel. Everybody understood this. All the church fathers understood this. All the contemporaries understood this. For all time, up until Protestantism was reinvented reinvigorated in this weird American Judeo-Christian conglomeration where they imagine that there are two ways to heaven. The privileged way, which is to be a Jew, or the non-privileged way, which is to be a born-again Bible Christian. This is a dichotomy that no one has ever been able to explain to me. Ever. Ever. And I've been asking this question for my entire adult life. Why become a Bible-believing evangelical Protestant if you could just become a Jew? It seems like the Jew is the surer path, according to the evangelical Bible-believing Christians. Because the evangelical Bible-believing Christians reverence the Jew. They love the Jew. They don't want the Jews to convert to Christianity. Manifestly, they do not want them to convert. I know this personally. My father is an evangelical, born-again, Bible-believing Christian. And he does not want to convert a single Jew. He thinks it would be an act of apostasy for a Jew to come to the Christian faith. He doesn't want Jews for Jesus. He doesn't want Hebrew Christians because the Jews are saved just as they are. 
The Jews are God's chosen people. All they have to do is just keep being a Jew. Keep that Jew thing going. They're already on the path to salvation. The rest of us need Jesus, but they don't. For those of you with Catholic sensibilities, you see the uh, the false love and the actual hatred in that comment, don't you? To say that someone does not need our Lord Jesus Christ is to hate them. It's to despise them. It's to recommend their soul to hell. Because the church teaches that everybody needs our Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. Everybody. Nobody goes around him. Everybody goes to him, through him, in him, with him. There is no other way. There's no off-ramp. There's no country back road. There's no surface street. There's no secondary salvation. There's no... Y'all don't need to convert because you're Jews. From the beginning, the church fathers, Tertullian, said, we must convert the Jews, period. We must convert the Jews. It is the only way forward. It is an act of love, act of charity. You must convert the Jew. You cannot allow the Jew to remain in the false, dead Religion. That religion died in 33 AD and it was never, ever, ever reenkindled and never will be. They rejected the second person of the most blessed Trinity. They killed him. They're still waiting for some earthly Messiah. When the Antichrist shows up, they're going to claim he's their Messiah. When the Antichrist appears, he will have superhuman capabilities. He will have a silver tongue. He will unite and bring peace, apparently. And he will rule as one world leader. It will be a time of chastisement for Catholics, for Christians. It will be a time of great joy for the Jew. Don't you think we want to snap these people out of this? Go back to just your basic catechism. Why did God make me? God made me to know, love, and serve him. How may I be saved? I may be saved by living the Catholic faith. with the Catholic sacraments and dying in a state of grace. How will the Jew be saved? Well, the Catholic Church teaches that they must convert. There is no salvation outside of the Catholic Church. 
If you don't have grace in your soul, you won't be acceptable to God in your particular judgment. How do you get grace in your soul? Through the sacraments. How do you receive the sacraments? By practicing the faith, by being a member of the church. It's really that simple. We're a sacramental religion. Sacraments were instituted by Christ. All of them. You can see them there in the scriptures. The sacraments were instituted by Christ himself. You've got to get with the times. These people need your help. To say that they don't need the sacraments is to hate them. To say that they don't need to convert to Christ is to hate them. Remember the show I did a week or two ago when I told you that the American government hates you, they hate your soul, they want your soul condemned to hell? They do. The American government, the USSA, wants you to die in mortal sin and go to hell forever. That's what they want from you. They want you watching porn, addicted to drugs, having weird, perverted sex outside of marriage. That's what they want you to do. And they want you to die in a state of mortal sin and burn in hell forever. That's what the United States government stands for. Usury, sodomy, and abortion. If you don't have one, at least some level of indignation for this wicked government that wants your soul damned forever, I would ask if there is a single red blood cell circulating in your body. At the same time, that's what evangelical Bible-believing Christians want from the Jew. They want the Jew to burn in hell for all time. They want to deprive the Jew of salvation. That's what they say. That is part of their dogma, their doctrine. Who's the anti-Semite, the Catholic or the Protestant? Do you see what I'm saying? The Protestants say, well, we need to build the temple and we love to support Israel. And we love the nation of Israel. We love the Jews and we love all this stuff. But don't let them become Christians. They're just fine the way they are. Let, let's get that temple built for them. I want the Jews to be saved, so let's get their temple built so they can make a sacrifice to God Almighty. 